Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Ronnie. So today I want to talk about the golden rule, which is not a new topic at all for our Tuttle Twins readers or listeners. It's something that we talk about quite often. In fact... There's even a a whole book called From the Golden Rule. So I'm sure that our our readers and listeners are very familiar with it. But do you know where the Golden Rule came from? It's actually, a lot of people might think that it came from the Bible or from, uh, you know, their religion. But actually, the Golden Rule has been kind of universal to all religions throughout humanity it's been recorded or a version of it has been recorded for thousands and thousands of years so as an example um in ancient egypt in 2000 bc uh it was written um do for one who may do for you that you may cause him thus to do which is a fancy way of saying the golden rule um (laughs) Then, of course, there's the Hebrew Bible. Um, then there's, uh, I'm not actually familiar with this religion at all, but uh, Zora, Zoroastrianium, I think some ancient religion, uh, that nature only is good when it shall not do unto another whatever is not good for its own self. Hmm. Let's see, it's in Buddhism. Hurt not others in ways you yourself would find hurtful. It's in Confucianism, and Socrates said it too. I'm not going to read those. Basically, it says the exact same thing. So um, the golden rule has been basically a staple for humanity and our understanding of how to treat other people. Now, I've always thought it was interesting that on the one hand, the golden rule, it sounds like it's very selfless and altruistic and altruistic means uh or altruism is when we act to promote someone else's welfare someone else's well-being even at a risk or cost to ourselves so um altruism or being altruistic means putting others before you and so the golden rule sounds as though it's altruistic but is it and this is what i always found really interesting so when i was in college i took a, a philosophy class one day and Um, Now, granted, this was before I knew what libertarianism was, before I had done any reading on individualism or before I had read, you know, Ayn Rand or any of this. So I had no idea that this was a topic that was discussed. But one day in my philosophy class, um, the professor was talking about this term called psychological egoism, which Hmm. is the theory that all of our actions or behaviors or decisions uh, is always motivated by self-interest. And that even if it looks like we're being altruistic, that we're really acting in our own self-interest. But it was presented by my professor as in a negative way, that psychological egoism would be a bad thing for humans. And I remember being a little bit confused because I I didn't necessarily... no, if I agreed that acting in our self-interest was bad. And so I remember sitting on this for a while because I was trying to think about it. Again, this is before I had learned about um, 
like Ayn Rand in her book, Atlas Shrugged, which is, of course, the basis for Tuttle Twin's book, The Search for Atlas. So a lot of these ideas I had never really been exposed to. Um, but I kept thinking on, hmm, are all of our actions based in self-interest? So I decided to uh, write my paper on this topic because I wanted to explore it more. And I thought it was strange that my initial reaction was different than the way in which the professor was um, presenting it. And of course, when you're in college, you have been conditioned to think that you're not allowed to disagree with the professor on anything. <laughs> so I was kind of in that place of thinking, oh, if I feel like I'm disagreeing with the professor, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So I was trying to learn more and really flesh it out in a paper. So um, in my paper, I decided to write about not just psychological egoism, which again is the theory that everything we do is in our own self-interest, uh, but I decided to compare this to the golden rule, which of course is due unto others as you would have them do unto you unto yourself. And um, then I also compared this to Mother Teresa. Now, the reason I use Mother Teresa is because uh, she was an example, like a, you know, an easy example of someone that most people consider to be completely altruistic, you know, always giving of herself, uh, cared more about others than herself. So um, I decided to talk about all, all three of these things, but I could have, you know, used anyone else that is considered to be very altruistic. So in my paper, I argued that I thought it was possible that the golden rule was actually an example of egoism or psychological egoism. Um, I argued that without knowing what we want, without having some self-interest of understanding what we want, then we could never be able to understand what others could want. So we could never do to somebody else what we would want done to ourselves because we wouldn't know what we wanted. <laughs> so I argued that and I brought in Mother Teresa and I said, perhaps she was so giving and altruistic because she recognized other people's humanity because she recognized her own humanity. And she knew that she would want somebody to help her out in dire situations. So she recognized, hey, I can help out these people in dire situations. and I'm going to do that. And perhaps she got benefit from doing this. So I wrote this paper and it was the first time I had ever really explored this whole idea. Um, I remember my professor, there's actually two professors that were teaching that class. It was a professor of science and then a professor of religion. They were like co-teaching it, which made it an interesting class. But I remember that after that, I turned in the paper, I got a good grade on the paper. Uh, but after that, I noticed that the professors called on me a lot more to give my input in class. Hmm. And I was like, oh, they must, maybe they didn't hate my paper too much. But I think that they found that I was willing to be a free thinker and think outside of how things were presented. And so I, yeah. I remember actually being surprised that that was a, oh, okay, well, maybe something good came out of this. Maybe someone's willing <laughs> to listen to me. But um, anyways, uh, one thing I did want to jump on, um, and I'm going to go to Brittany for this a little bit, is so we have the golden rule. And at Tuttle Twins, a lot of times when we talk about the golden rule, and especially in you know Tuttle Twins and the golden rule book, um, one of the ways in which we specifically talk about it is 
through the idea of blowback, which is one of the reasons why the golden rule matters is because what you do to others will influence what they do back to you. So, um, Brittany, you're a big Ron Paul fan, right? Yes. Um, because he's the one who first started talking about the term blowback. That's right? Yes. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what blowback is yeah. or like where he – how he got the idea so he, or – Yeah. So it's actually yeah. not his word. It's um something – I'm trying to see. I have the book. I was looking for the book on my shelf to see. I can't remember the writer's name. Michael Schuer or something like that. Oh, wait. Here it is. So it came from a book called Blowback by Charles oh. – or sorry, Chalmers Johnson, um, which is a fabulous book. And it just talks about our foreign policy and how – the reason we have terrorist attacks, things like 9-11 happened to us, is because we were attacking and invading other people first. So blowback, they give the word like, like if you were to blow, like a blow in the face, like a punch in the face, and then you were to strike back, they'd be like a blowback, right? So the, we think like, oh, they hate us for our freedom, so they're attacking us. And that's not why it was happening. It was happening because we were doing something bad to them, and so they were doing something bad unto us as, as retaliation. Mm -hmm. So it's opposite of the golden rule. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but so understanding the golden rules, what helps us understand why blowback happens, or I should say how blowback could be prevented is that if we, you know, treated other countries in the way in which our country wanted to be treated, it maybe could, uh, lead to more amicable relations. Exactly. Um, yeah. So ultimately, uh, the golden rule, it's a great rule to live by, uh, whether or not you view the golden rule in a more altruistic meaning, which again is putting other people before you, or if you view the golden rule with a little bit of psychological egoism, which would be that um, the golden rule only makes sense if we understand their own self-interest. Either way, the golden rule is a fantastic way to live. And so that's why we at Tuttle Twins also, you know, recommend it and support it. So, yeah, no, I think it's one of those issues that always comes up and is always so important because it's amazing how the golden rule living by something like that so simple can really change the world and prevent all these terrible things from happening. So good to remember. All right, guys, we'll leave it there. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. And as always, we will talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.